Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Saturday, March 2nd. On today's show, Copilot for OneDrive will fetch your files and summarize them, and Ultraleap is bringing haptic touch to cars and VR headsets. Plus, Waymo can now charge for robotaxi rides in LA and on San Francisco freeways. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a sneak peek into Microsoft's Copilot for OneDrive, set to release in late April. This new feature will act as a research assistant, capable of finding, summarizing, and extracting information from a wide range of files. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about Copilot for OneDrive and its capabilities? Certainly, David. Copilot for OneDrive is designed to work with various file types, including text documents, presentations, spreadsheets, HTML pages, PDF files, and more. Users can ask Copilot to tailor summaries to their liking, such as including key points or highlights from a specific section. This AI overhaul of OneDrive was announced last fall, with Microsoft promising that AI would make searching for files easier and faster, and would be able to intelligently summarize and organize documents. How does the interaction with Copilot work? Can users ask it specific questions? Yes, Copilot is designed to respond to natural language prompts and answer highly specific questions about the contents of a user's files. For example, users could ask Copilot to tabulate a week's worth of beverage sales and present the data in a table view by day. They could also ask it to list the pros and cons of a project or display the most recent or relevant files. Users can even ask Copilot for advice on how to improve their documents. That sounds quite comprehensive. Can Copilot also create new content based on existing files? Indeed, it can. Copilot on OneDrive can create outlines, tables, and lists for users based on existing files. For instance, it could create an outline of a sales pitch using a reference document or create a table with specific details from a selection of resumes. It could even generate a list of frequently asked questions about a particular project. When can users expect to start using Copilot? OneDrive users will get an early taste of Copilot later this month, when Microsoft rolls out summaries of shared documents. Users can include an AI-generated summary of a Microsoft Word document before sharing, which recipients can read in their email before even opening the document. The full version of Copilot will be available on OneDrive for web or from the file viewer in Microsoft Teams, OneDrive, and SharePoint. It's expected to be available for work and school customers with a Copilot for Microsoft 365 license sometime in late April. That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks, Bella. Speaking of forward-looking technology, let's turn our attention to Ultraleap, a company formed from the merger of Ultra Haptics and Leap Motion in 2019. Their aim is to create a device that provides tactile feedback while tracking your hands, adding a sense of weight to the virtual landscape. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this merger and the technology they're developing? Yes, David. Ultra Haptics, which was founded by two University of Bristol students, uses ultrasound waves to create tactile feedback. On the other hand, Leap Motion, founded in 2010, is known for the Leap Motion Controller, a device used for hand tracking. 
the merger aims to integrate these two technologies. What are the primary applications of this combined technology? The technology is being focused on two initial verticals. The first is automotive, where a console-based speaker delivers a sense of tactility to in-car heads-up displays. This is being achieved through direct partnerships with car makers. The second is XR, where Leap Motion's technology comes into play. The joint company is working to integrate the two into a device that gives you tactile feedback as it tracks your hands. How does this technology address the lack of sensory feedback in the XR space? The lack of sensory feedback has indeed been a long-standing issue in the XR space. The combined technology of Ultraleap aims to address this by creating a device that provides tactile feedback while tracking your hands. This could bring a sense of weight to the virtual landscape. The system would take the form of a small puck that sits on the floor, sending waves up to the hands, creating a sense of resistance. What about the commercialization of this joint technology? Last month at CES, Ultraleap showcased Sensation Designer, a software package designed to give developers the ability to bring haptic experience to XR. A demo involved a virtual bonsai tree where Leap Motion Tech determines your hand's orientation in space, while haptics provide tactile feedback when you come into contact with the virtual object. In its final form, it could provide an added sense of reality to the virtual experience, from gaming to enterprise applications. Thanks for that update, Abby. In other tech news, Waymo, the Alphabet company, has received approval from the California Public Utilities Commission to operate a commercial robotaxi service in Los Angeles, the San Francisco Peninsula, and on San Francisco freeways. This approval removes the last barrier for Waymo to charge for rides in these expanded areas. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. This approval is a significant step for Waymo. It not only opens up new territory for the company in one of the country's largest cities, but also unlocks a route to San Francisco International Airport. Waymo has been operating a commercial service 24-7 throughout San Francisco since August. It was also allowed to give free driverless rides in parts of Los Angeles, but until now, it couldn't charge for rides in Los Angeles. What was the reason for the delay in approval? Last month, the CPUC's Consumer Protection and Enforcement Division suspended Waymo's application to expand its robo-taxi service in Los Angeles and San Mateo counties for up to 120 days for further review. The CPUC received 81 responses and five protests, which required additional time for careful review and incorporation into the staff decision. The protests came from various city and county transportation authorities and the San Francisco Taxi Workers Alliance. How has the response been to Waymo's robo-taxi service so far? According to Waymo co-CEO Takedra Mawakana, the service has received a warm welcome in the city, with more than 15,000 people using it. She mentioned that trip data showed customers were using the service for everyday errands, suggesting that the service would do well commercially in Los Angeles. In fact, 50,000 people have joined the waitlist to use the service in Los Angeles. And when can we expect Waymo to start charging for rides in Los Angeles? Mawakana suggested that Waymo wouldn't immediately start charging for rides in Los Angeles upon receiving approval. The company plans to expand its service before it starts charging, allowing users to experience the service for a couple of months or several months without paying.
Then, they'll start charging and gauge how many people have really integrated it into their lives and what price point they're willing to pay. Thanks for the insights, James. In other tech news, Roblox fans using Linux have hit a roadblock. The latest version of Roblox now blocks compatibility with Wine, a tool that allows many Windows games to run on Linux systems. Here to shed more light on this is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you explain what's happening here? Certainly, David. The latest version of Roblox is now incompatible with Wine, even when Roblox-specific tools like vinegar and grape juice are used. Users are met with a Wine is not supported error message. However, Roblox claims that this is not a deliberate move to block Linux or Steam Deck, as they were never officially supported. So why has this happened? According to Roblox spokesperson Samantha Spielman, the company is constantly improving its Hyperion anti-cheat functionality. It's possible that the methods used by the author were no longer compatible with their anti-cheat systems. In fact, on a Roblox developer forum, a staffer explained that the company had unofficially supported Wine for some time, but this support wouldn't last due to misuse. Misuse? Can you elaborate on that? Yes. It appears that some people were using Wine to reverse engineer the company's Hyperion anti-cheat and develop Roblox hacks. This misuse led to the decision to cut off unofficial support for Wine. The staffer mentioned that it was heartbreaking, as the support was a personal effort of their developers, under the assumption that it wouldn't be misused. That's unfortunate. But what does this mean for Linux users and the future of Roblox on platforms like the Steam Deck? It's a bit of a setback for Linux users and those hoping to play Roblox on the Steam Deck. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney had previously stated that he wouldn't update Fortnite to run on the Steam Deck due to similar concerns about custom Linux kernels defeating anti-cheat. It seems that as cheaters become more sophisticated, many major games are adopting custom anti-cheat systems. That's a complex issue indeed. Thanks for the insights, Michael. And on that note, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.